Yo. Yo. What's up? You're you're on the air. Oh. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um how are you doing? Uh <laughs> Are you are you are you okay? I'm fine, dude. I'm stuck in Los Angeles. I'm gonna need somebody to come get me. I'm gonna need somebody to come pick me up or something, drive me home from California. You really, you really can't get out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm leaving tomorrow. Jesus, um, your family's good. Yeah, everybody's good. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's sick. Well, I mean, you know, how are you, man? Uh, I'm good. I, you know, I was like, I'm on the phone with people who help get me jobs <laughs> today, and it's, it's, uh, it's a little, yeah. Anyway, I I just wanted to I, kn- I knew that you weren't home and you were out and about, so I, we're gonna, you know, this episode we recorded before all this. I mean, it was it was like you know happening, but I don't think it you know it didn't feel as close to home as obviously it does now. So, but you know, if you listen to this episode, you know we aren't we don't really talk about it. I don't know. Maybe in some ways it'll help you feel normal and make you laugh, and you can relate to it in some way. But. Um, also, just know our thoughts are with, you know, you guys and, and our friends and family and everybody who's, you know, which is so crazy. It's just not everyone who's dealing, everyone's dealing with it, you know, yeah. in some way. So, um, let's, um, I would want to say this though, while we're both on, on the line together, we should, I mean, I feel like it's necessary, at least for me. I don't know how you feel, Jared, but. I know that it seems really crazy right now as far as like not being able to even just sort of live and like have enough money to live and knowing, you know, all the things that we need to do as freelancers in order to like make shit happen. Um, but definitely the answer is not going to work. Right. We can't, like, I'm getting job offers still. People ask, like, preparing for next month, people being like, are you willing to travel with, you know, with the virus? And I'm saying no. Yeah. Yeah. So just but be smart. Be smart. And and yeah. and um, not not just for yourself and for your immediate family, but people who are more vulnerable than you. And um, I think there's going to be some really interesting things that come out of this that people just have to, like you know, be creative in different ways. And like, you know, I, I would, I'm actually kind of interested to see what happens when people can't, like they still have to make things, but they can't actually go out. It's, it's going to be weird. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that you're safe and, um, okay. I'm going to go finish. I think, um, we got halfway through the, uh, episode four of, uh, star Wars. So, um, the girls are into it, so I'm going to finish that for now, and then uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, dude. We right. should um, we should um, we should talk more often, Jared. I miss you. I for- I forgot that I called you so that we could do ads real quick. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, send love out to our friends at Music Bed and Film Supply. Um, I know that's your old stomping grounds. Yeah. Yeah, just wishing uh, Daniel and, and the whole crew just 
stay healthy. Thanks for supporting the show. Yep. Hope you guys are, are, are doing well over in Texas. And um, if you are in need of licensing some music for a project, make sure to use our promo code good. Or uh, if you're looking to license some footage for uh, another project, um, make sure to use our promo code good podcast in checkout. And without uh, further ado, here's our uh, conversation about, I don't know, what would you say it's about? I can't remember what, it was, what we talked about. Well, dude, tell me about Wisconsin. Are we recording? Are we recording? Yeah. How did it go? I haven't talked to you since Wisconsin. No. Um, well, let's just say this. I wasn't invited. You brought all your other year. friends. <laughs> Uh, it seemed like a really great time, you know. We had a great time, yeah. And a but lot. Why, were you, why, why were you there? Tell, tell me, like, tell everybody why were you there? Uh, um, hang on, I've got this looping video going on in the background. This is distracting me. Um, God, I really need my pop filter, but it's I don't have any way to put it on the microphone. I'm thinking about getting one of those desk, like, kind of arm things. Mm-hmm. Do you have one of those? No. Do you have a pop filter on right now? I have like one of those like um, sleeve things. <laughs> yeah, like from like the nineteen nineties like church. Yeah. Uh, I've got like the little screen, but it's like I don't have anything to like fasten it onto and it's too far away. Just hold it in front of your mouth. No. <laughs> Dude, I've done that on a couple of our interviews and it's like I am so tired by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> just like cause I'll just be like clamping it down in my hand. Right. Um <laughs> So there might be a few pops here. Um, yeah, we went to Wisconsin to this cabin to write for a little bit. And um, yeah, it was marginally successful as far as being productive. It was very fun. Right. For sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, I put a lot of pressure on myself to like um, walk away with like a ton of, of progress. Right. And um, I made, I mean, I made progress, but it wasn't exactly what I was hoping it would be. Yeah. It just, there's just no rushing it, man. You know, there's just not. As yeah. much as I, I, I'm not saying like, you obviously have to like push yourself. I don't know. Just like, there's some determination to like making it happen, but there's also a little bit of like, this isn't, I'm not going right, to squeeze, right. squeeze this out of me right now. It's just not happening. Yeah. I've always found that the easiest way to like, even I'm going through stuff right now where I'm just like, this isn't fun, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it was fun for like whatever, 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's it's not fun anymore. And then you have to like figure out like, okay, like what could I be doing that is fun about this thing? You know, like, yeah. Let me figure out, like, is there anything part of this, whether it's just like going through and like capturing stills to like send to somebody, like you're doing something, yeah, you know, or if it's like actually making progress, it's as long as you're just trying to like continue to like find that, like that fun nature of it. Yeah. I, I can't remember. This is something I've kind of like held on to. So maybe I said it last time we talked on here, but, um, I remember, I was having, so, so Parrish, who I write with a lot, um, he lives in Wilmington, North Carolina. So he comes down every once in a while. I'll go over to talk, to work with him at his place. Just kind of back and forth. I'm going there in like, uh, 10 days or something for the mm-hmm. next one. But, um, I remember 
him telling me something to the effect of like, um, Jared, it's like, okay for writing to, to be fun. It doesn't have to like be an obstacle to you shooting, you know, which (laughs) I, I feel like, um, has been my philosophy without really knowing it, you know, like where it's like, all I want to do is make this thing, but I have to get through this like obstacle course first. That's interesting. When I feel like it should be and can be, and I've experienced it not all the time, but I've experienced it for sure in the process of, of writing this film where it is like so fun just to like, kind of like revel in all the opportunity that, you know, cause the film is going to be like most realized probably on the page, you know, in, in, right. in, in a certain way, you know? Um, and I guess maybe like there's, there's less restrictions on the page, you know, so it can be right. fun in its own way. And I've, I've had to kind of like tap into that because I can get really, hyper-focused on just like getting this done by this date so that I can move on and blah, 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 and make it happen for real. And then like have right, a real right. fun, which is shooting and editing and crafting it that way, which yeah. is that probably is more where my strengths lie. But, um, uh, yeah, I've been trying to find like, yeah, the, the happiness in that part of it too. Yeah. That's a really good point though. Like it doesn't have to, because it is sort of like, the villain in a way yeah, when you're trying yeah. to make a movie you're like because you know i mean at the end of the day like <clears throat> you're not aaron sorkin you know right like, <laughs> yeah yeah you're you're doing something that you have to just sort of like believe in and it's hard to like like overly commit to something that you're like, I know that if I just got there, I would make it the way that I want to, but I don't know how to do it on the page. Yeah. It's, it's tough dude, because it, in reality though, when you get to making that page or whatever, I think like the realization is like, dude, I wish that I just spent more time. Yeah. Developing that page because <laughs> yeah. I'm out of time now, yeah, and I don't have anywhere to go, and the scene is boring, or I have to like, I have to chop it in some way, you know. Yeah. Um, that is funny. Yeah, you just but getting get getting it. away to Wisconsin felt like sort of a bittersweet bust. No, it was great. No, 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 definitely not a bust. If anything, it was just good to like be away and um, just have time to focus on you know, just not like life things. Yeah. You know, anyway, yeah, it was good, man. It was a nice way to start the year, but yeah, I think, you know, last year was good in a lot of ways, but tough in a lot of ways too. So it was nice to kind of like get away at the beginning of this year and kind of like, uh, recenter myself or something. Dude, I will say probably the best, uh, night that we had was, uh, we watched psycho and I think maybe wow. like one of the, one of the guys, two of the guys hadn't seen it before. Yeah. And um, I had been up there before a couple of years ago. Um, it was like this magical writing trip that I had by myself. It was actually magical, but also very scary. Um, Cause I was there by myself and it's like out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, but I had taken up a couple of Blu-rays with me and one of them that I ended up just like leaving there um was this like Alfred Hitchcock like collection. Yeah. And so <laughs> Blu-rays just like look amazing. I just, you know, you can watch stuff on like iTunes and stuff and it looks fine. I actually haven't seen like 4K stuff on iTunes, so I don't really know. It probably looks great. But Blu-ray is just amazing. 
So right. we watched Psycho on Blu-ray with like this great sound system, and um, it was it's just amazing how much that film holds up. It's yeah. so scary. It's so disturbing. <laughs> what do you think? Have you seen the movie? Oh, what's the movie? Uh, it's called Seventy Eight Slash Fifty Two. Have you heard about this? No. Oh my god! It's one of my favorite things that came out like uh, two thousand seventeen. What I don't um, know what it is. So let me find the synopsis. This is a very, it's not obscure, but not a lot of people know about it. It's a Hulu original documentary. Okay. About the making of oh my God. Uh, Psycho. Dude, I love any <clears throat> making of anything. He, so the premise is, um, let me find the IMDb. Uh, an unprecedented look at the iconic shower scene in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, the man behind the curtain in the screen murder that profoundly changed the course of the world. That's okay. a little, that's a little heavy, maybe. Prof- um, profoundly changed the course of the world. Psycho lasted. <laughs> the shower scene in Psycho lasted for less than a minute, yet it lo- took seven days to shoot. This wonderfully entertaining documentary looks takes a look at the minute worth. That's that minute crazy. worth of footage and breaks every everything down from the score to the edit to the violence and the certain it's all about just this shower this uh that's crazy course. yeah i'll definitely check it out I, i'm like slash 52 definitely like um slightly obsessive about but it's really am- the amazing part about it this is exactly what like movie docs should be yeah. uh in my opinion because it's just filmmakers watching the movie that's and they're just that's filming amazing. you know directors and actors just watching this movie and breaking it down in like real time and they're just like like just oozing just like fanboying so much the entire time it's, it's amazing it's uh, a great document. i need to check that out i just canceled my hulu subscription though so i think i have a few i've had like two more weeks before it like because i think i've paid through like the next couple weeks um Dude, shout out to uh, Namesake for sending me a Criterion Collection uh, wow. subscription for my birthday. That's very sweet. What's up, Tori? What's up? Thanks, Julian. Thanks, Cole. Um, um, yo, were you around? Did you were you subscribed to um, what was it called? The thing before the it, the Criterion Collection was always oh, around. Oh, Filmstruck. Filmstruck. Yeah, I was. I loved it, and then what happened? Do you I just know? ran out of money, dude? Just, Is that it? Yeah. But I feel like there was a lot of people talk- like I feel like it was a big deal. I know, but it's in you know, our world is very niche. So even if it feels like a lot, it's like still It's lot. just so weird. It felt like the same thing that happened with freaking uh Jesus. Jesus, dude. Sorry. <laughs> I just sat up. I literally moved like four inches up in my chair. What was the uh the movie app thing? Gosh. You could like Netflix? go watch movies. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> a movie app where you can go to theaters for like a subscription. Oh, uh, oh. Um, I hated that thing. Um, no. Movie Pass. Movie Pass. Dude, you I need to figure your stuff out, man. What do you say? I said that, that people like this need to figure their shit out. Well, I mean, what Movie Pass did, I will say, definitely paved the way for AMC like subscription, Regal Is subscription. Is that worth it though? I did AMC for like a year and a half, and it was so good. Really? I did. I did end it just because it's it's like twenty three dollars a month, and I was like, I just what made I'm just, it? I'm cut, in twenty twenty. I'm cutting down on subscriptions that I don't use, sure. or they're not quite 
worth the money. So like uh, Adobe. And like, uh, <laughs> I wish. Netflix. I wish. Dude, do you remember when you could just <laughs> buy the software? I remember when my friend Blake emailed it to me. Gosh. Like, I remember when it was that easy. I remember <laughs> trying to download After Effects off of LimeWire. Yes. It, didn't, it did not work. Or well, at least that I, I did confusing. not. <laughs> Can you imagine? Man, I was, I was, I was not following. I was trying to like make. I like you know saw all this stuff of like the things you can do in After Effects, and this is in right. probably like two thousand four. Dude, take me back to two thousand four real quick. Okay, what were you making? Um, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, well, I graduated high school in two thousand five. This is. I I've never have said that in a way that made me feel old, but I think <laughs> it turning twenty twenty. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, for real. Um, wow. Yeah, so I graduated high school in 2005. So 2004, I was a junior. And at the time, I was making really stupid stuff um, with my friends. Like, everybody started making, like, um, you know, everybody's story is, like, I made, like, skate videos. And they were, right. like, kind of cool. I made, like, silly horror movies that, like, yeah. I would Same. never show anyone. Ever, they're just. I would, I would make horror movies where I literally would. I would be the person in the movie. I would set the, the camera. Yeah. I would edit the movie. <laughs> I was the villain. I was all the characters. Well, that's no one would hang out with friends. Me. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, so at least you had friends, Jared. I, I did. I did have a few that were into it. Um, I remember my senior year getting like I was in a pretty small class. I was it was like maybe 120 people in my class or something. Yeah, and. Um, so they did like superlatives and this other guy, one of my friends named Hunter got like most creative or something. And <laughs> I, I bet got, you that pissed you off. Dude. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. <laughs> he, he became an architect and is probably making tons of money. And I'm like, um, just on this stupid podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, okay. So 2004, I, I remember distinctly, um, going to film this uh i mean i'm holding the the uh pop filter by the way like you told mm-hmm. me to um i feel more comfortable see that i'm popping and you can't even hear it um yeah. i was uh i went to go film this like cross-country meet okay for, for the high school and um you know i didn't know what I, it was like a handy cam and then i got into the edit and i was in windows movie maker and um this is like when this is like early, early like iron and wine days, like uh <laughs> like you know, like Creek drank the cradle or whatever. Uh-huh. Um and so I remember I slowed everything down to like uh like forty percent. So it was like all this yeah. kind of blurry imagery. Sick. And I, I put this like iron and wine, like like very you know, like when everything was like very like hissy and like distorted. And yeah. I I played that like at the uh, like the spring sports like assembly <laughs> oh my god dude this is like so unaware of how um how it'd be perceived yeah just like how yeah how it'd be perceived and just <laughs> well, like how place, stupid like, like artistic yeah. i was trying to be and <laughs> nobody wanted that and then i remember that our um i think part of it was in reaction to uh we we had this um the head football coach also like owned his own media company and he was putting together like they would have like a um they'd have like their like fall sports 
assembly like thing and his his like uh, like highlights would always be like you know like someone would get like hit and they would have like uh, like electricity like bolts right 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 <laughs> like emanating off of him and i was like nah man that's not me <laughs> i'm gonna go no. this direction yeah and, um i don't know if people enjoyed it or i don't think people knew the mastery that they were witnessing do you just do you feel like you just had do you think you had a vision or you're just angsty um i think i knew what i was into interesting i mean i think i've probably become a little bit more tasteful and like when to apply it heavier and when not to right yeah i think i i think i knew like the tone i was kind of the range of tones that i like to work in so interesting do you feel the same way yeah like I, I, I've always watched a certain type of, <clears throat> I don't know, a different way to say it other than like heaviness. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. yeah. Whenever it came to movies that I would like really like show my friends and, and be like. Yeah. What is like that? Were, I think it just, I think something about being younger and everything a, feeling heavy. Like, yeah. yeah heavy. Everything feeling like life or death. Yeah. You resonate with things that portray life and death. I don't know. Yeah. I'm but sure I, there's a, there's a the, uh, better explanation for it than that. But but I think the way that you, it, it may be interesting. I think it's just like we maybe have the same feelings or a lot of people have the same feelings and it really depends on like who is showing you what at that time. Did you have a guy or a girl that was doing mm-hmm. that? That's the thing is I had my brother. Same. And Older brother? Older brother. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. We're, we're brothers. both the youngest, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my older brother was just obviously older, so he was watching different TV and stuff. And he was mm-hmm. super into sci-fi. And I was like, it was weird. Like, it was very clearly like, I don't like that at all. So, yeah. But he also watched IFC. And like, mm-hmm. um, just what were some movies that you watched way too early? For how old you are. Spanking the Monkey by David O. Russell was like way too, I was way too young to watch that. <laughs> it's just, um, on, yeah. on just network TV. Um, but I think even earlier than that, it was just like Saving Private Ryan. And, like, um, and then like Requiem for a Dream. Oh my God. I know. Pie and like. And I, I lived like a pretty. Like fairly well, I lived like what my parents would assume was a sheltered life, but um, yeah, definitely through the influence of my brother and sister. Well, I think that's why it felt like life or death to me mm. in a way was because it was like something that m- more than likely, like I, it was my own. I like I couldn't really talk about it with anyone else besides my brother. Very interesting. Know? Yeah. So it was like this kind of treasured like feeling of like art that I, that no one else understood. I think at the yeah. time, me and my brother, he's five years older than me. So that's a big yeah gap. And that's my that's was like a, that was rough. And early, you know, that's like it's a big gap like relationally between he and I, but also like content wise, what you're watching right. five years before when you're growing. Uh, yeah, if you you know if you're in eighth grade and you you. Fast forward to being like a freshman in college, that's like two very different periods of time. Right. But maybe like exposed to similar things, you know? Um, was he down to like help you or was he? Yeah, like, he was a little oh, annoyed. God. It would be the kind of thing like where I would like steal his clothes 
and he'd like <laughs> yell at me or I'd steal like his puka shell necklace and he'd yell at me for sure. Um, or I'd steal his CDs and he'd like lose it on me. So on, on some level, I do feel like he liked it. You know what I mean? Like to you kind of so? be like shadowed like that. Yeah. Maybe I don't think maybe he would uh, have said that at the time, but I think probably looking back, you know, there was like a lot of admiration. I thought he was like the quintessential, like cool, you know, like, right. I, I remember watching Magnolia in with like him? eighth grade. Um, yeah. I think with him, that's the thing I was going to say though, is like, you talked about only being able to talk about it with your brother. I don't think me and my brother ever like talked about the movies, hmm. which is strange. I think like you just kind of present them and I would see it and then I'd kind of be like left with it. And right. um, yeah, that's, I never, I've never really thought about it like that, but uh, yeah, th- there wasn't a whole lot of like um, processing that was happening with someone outside of like, you know, my own, my own brain. Right. So I don't know. I don't know Dude, what that's that formulated that, into, but I don't know how you feel about like your kids, but like, that's the thing that I'm most excited about with my kids getting yeah. older and growing up is just like, I feel like I have a better sense <clears throat> of how important that is Yeah. than most people may. I don't know if that, it doesn't mean that I like feel any differently than anybody, but I think I recognize that really early on. Like, I think that's even what we've, we've recognized like that we both would like to be like teachers, right? Yeah. Like we w- wanted to be like high school teachers at some point or something like that. Maybe, um, maybe college, but yeah. Yeah. Like some kind of, but like some kind of, um, I always wanted to be a history teacher. I don't know what it was for you. Uh, but like the, the idea that like I could help somebody figure out their like sort of like path is yeah. really interesting, you know? Yeah, totally. I, dude, I get excited all the time, honestly, because whenever we get in the car, sometimes the kids will win and we'll put on like frozen and I'm down, you know, I'm cool if they want to listen to frozen the soundtrack or, or some other different things, but like, I'm pretty like, not like I'm forcing it, but like kind of default is I've got like a couple of playlists that have like, you know, like some right. songs that were important to me or songs that like, mm-hmm. I just like love that. Are, maybe they're older, maybe they're more contemporary. It's just a mix, but like, I'll just like put it on when we go to school in the morning and I'm taking them into school or like we're driving to lunch or dinner or whatever, whenever we're in the car and um, won't say much about it, but just kind of like let it like be. And then I'll put it on like one morning and it's like uh, the beach boys or like um, uh, James Taylor or like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like whatever that wide range of things like, uh, and I'll hear Winnie in the back, like kind of like singing the lyric, like she knows the lyrics. Yeah. And I'm it's like, so oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> Just because even if she doesn't take like a vested interest in it, she knows it. She's aware that it exists and that it existed before she did. You right. Know? And that like not everything that is cool or, or like, um, you know, there are things outside of her contemporary world that existed and are like cool. Interesting. Yeah. And interesting. So, although I will say that Olive did tell me the other day, Olive is eight. Um, she's got career day coming up and she was like, I, she's always wanted to be like a veterinarian or a teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, she told my wife that uh, 
she wants to work with me. She wants, no to, be a, way. She wants to be, she wants to be a director like dad. No way. She um, said that she actually said it. Yeah. Yeah. So Dude, she's trying to figure weird. out how to dress like a director when she goes into <laughs> to school in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so I'm just going to give her all of my, um, you know, like did, you did said, you all of, all of my overalls. And, um, no, because I, it can be fleeting. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting with it. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm right. just like letting it um, wash How over me. Eight? She's eight. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also aware that like she could come on this afternoon and want to be like a botanist or something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so, but it was nice. It was nice All you moment. can do is, is just like follow a little bit and just be like, okay, well here's, you know, go watch this, go watch these five movies and tell me what you think about them or something. Yes. I don't know. I, I will say, um, I'm probably going to, cause me and Wendy's the older one and we've had this thing going for like three summers where we'll have like, I'll kind of generate like a summer movie list that we'll yeah. watch over the summer. And I need to find the name of this book because it's great, especially if you have. I've been meaning to ask you about this, like how to watch old movies with your kids. Is yes. That the there's a whole book about it. It's amazing. I need to find out what this is. Um, I'll find it for you. It's on, it's on, I'm I have it on my phone. I'm sick and tired of Dumbo and freaking <laughs> yeah. I will say, have you seen Tim Burton's Dumbo? Uh, no. I have not my kids have. I mean, it's on Disney Plus, but you go like you think it's going to be a kids movie, right? Well, it's like, yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's pretty it's heavy. Like if it's dark, man. I didn't. Well, that's the thing is I didn't know. I mean, you watched Dumbo though. Dumbo's pretty dark. I mean, like the the original, like the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, he gets yeah. taken away from his mom. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Horrible. But Tim Burton just didn't even care, man. He just turned it up. Went for he was it. like, here's this freaking dude with one arm the whole time. <laughs> and here's this freaking terrifying, like, uh, almost violent sort of movie. Weird. It just, but it was beautiful. It was a great adaptation. I was Okay, really, I've got it right here. Here we go. Best old movies. Hang on, hang on. I've got to go to the very top. Best old movies for families. By uh by Ty Burr. B U R R. Yep. The best old movies for families: A Guide to Watching Together by Ty Burr. <clears throat> let's give him, let's give the the people some. Uh... So I'll tell you what I've put on, and and mine had to like diverge a little bit from this, um, but one that like uh, my girls loved uh, was Bringing Up Baby. Mm. Um, I watched 38 man. Oh, one, I think the first one that we watched is maybe one of the first one on the first ones on their list here. Um, was the adventures of Robin hood with Errol yeah. Flynn and, and they loved it. Yeah. They've got Dude, psych, they have psycho on here for 13 and up, but it says 13 and up, but depends on the kid, <laughs> <laughs> the dark kid. That would have been, that would have been me and you that we had 13. Oh man. Oh wait. When you're 13, what are yeah. you a sophomore? No freshman. Dude, I was homeschooled and then I went Were you to, really? Yeah. We have never talked about that. Really? I don't think ever. Through, <laughs> through high school. <laughs> um, through soft through uh, freshman year, I went to school. So here's a long story short: all of my siblings were uh, homeschooled all the way until college. 
Okay. And then I was against it until uh, as soon as I, you know, had like the wherewithal that there was like a school that I could go to. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as I found out that other kids had different, like a different sort of like, like they could hang out and stuff. I was like, this is dumb and I hate this. Yeah. So I just protested for like 10 years and wow. then eventually they let me. When? What year? Uh, my sophomore year. So I guess I was 15, 14, 15. I also got held back in while I was homeschooled in the first grade. Yeah. Because your boy had a learning disability. <laughs> that was the boys a lot. Yeah. yeah. What was? Do you, do you have any learning disabilities, Jared? Uh, if so, undiagnosed. Like, but I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't um, be surprised if I do slash did. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. I I barely graduated high school. Yeah, me too. Like barely. Like to the point, like, where... I didn't take algebra two. Like, <laughs> okay, I mean, we, can com- we can compare here. I think we've probably done this before, but um, I walked across. I like walked across the stage at graduation, uh-huh. not knowing if I actually graduated. That's funny. And Dude, he- that's funny. here's my here's my um, and the only reason I even tried to at all, honestly was um i played baseball and i had to have like over a mm-hmm. 2.0 to play baseball which sounds insane looking back that like a 2.0 would be like, hard <laughs> but it was hard dude i yeah. honestly was having this conversation this morning like as much as like freelance is hard and being an adult is hard and paying bills and taxes and being responsible for so much and then kids on top of that and more it's just a lot you know yeah but i'm like i would do it like, oh my gosh, I, I would take like, I'd be an adult twice over going back to high school and having homework. Yes, for sure. Or just some, not not even just high school, just like. Just the homework. Even just like someone telling me what to do every day. Like Ugh. even just, you know what I mean? Just like you well, go I had to, I went to like, and like, like do something. I went to like a very specific little, little private school that just like, you know, in the South, the, the school i don't know i don't know i'd probably go to public school if i could do it again honestly um but i had to have my shirt tucked in khaki pants yeah that was was difficult for me (laughs) brutal and i you know had like a little like on my face and they were like shave your face shave your fucking face (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, it's similar i feel like very similar like i i couldn't read until i was nine years old wow you told I, me that before. Yeah. That. And I don't really have the energy to like speculate what happened, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but I think I was slightly dyslexic. I think I still am in some ways. Yeah. Um, it takes me a little bit longer to like really figure out what something's saying if I'm just reading it. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I went to high school, I was like, this is the best. Like I went yeah. from not being able to read and then like my sophomore year in high school was an AP English yeah, and like, um, was like having, like, I just loved it. But you're you know? bad at math. I, I, may, I yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I'll t- I don't mind, I don't mind telling you this. This is part of my story. Okay. I, here's, here's my, my. Are you good at math? Is anybody good at math? Oh, Jared? for sure. My wife is very good at math. My daughter, my, that Winnie, my oldest is me very off, good at math. Bro. Your wife pisses me off, dude. Yeah. 
I has the balls to say I'm good at math. She no. wouldn't say it like that. <laughs> but I just know. Um when I'm just I was kidding. in high school. I love your wife. I know, I know. Um I failed algebra. I, I can't even totally my memory, you know, I'm 32 now, so I'm getting very old. Right. So I'm blanking on some of the, the specifics. But from what I remember, I failed algebra one. Same. Went to summer school. Same. And passed. Same. Failed algebra two. <laughs> didn't feel like going to summer school. And they let you graduate. No, no, no. Okay. Um, because I was like, I'll pass it next year. I have time. I'll take two. Ma- I had to have four maths. I'll take two Junior maths year. my senior year. Um, so this is senior year, not junior year. Senior year. You were you were trying to pass algebra two in junior year? I don't really year? remember, to be honest. Okay. Um, no, no, no. So I took algebra one my freshman year. And then I took, and then I went to summer school because I failed. And then sophomore year, I took algebra two, failed, but didn't go to summer school. because so I was like, I'm going to pass it my junior year. <laughs> I did not. Because magically, I'll get better at math because <laughs> I'm older. And right? so I failed algebra two again my junior right. year. Uh, went to summer school, and then magically, because they wanted me out of there, I passed yeah. geometry and accounting my senior yep. year. Dude, same, same exact out. thing, dude. How are they allowed to do that? That's that should be, that should be some kind of. I mean, I'm sure schools are doing that all the time, though. Yeah, like every day. Yeah, like anytime. I didn't get in graduation. trouble, but I don't think they wanted me around much longer. I was like, I was like the kid who was like, kind of goofy, right? Oh, uh, this is leading into a whole other conversation <laughs> that I'm very interested. Uh, I want to ask you about. Um, that I when I look back at my time in high school, it's very like advantageous for me to look at my because I was I was definitely like into movies, into music, heavy, probably heavier right. into music in some ways, not like yeah. um, playing music, but just listening to music. And so I look back at my at my kind of persona in high school and. I would describe it as like, um, like I was a bit of an outsider. I mm-hmm. watched movies, I listened to music, and was kind of judged on those things, you know. Um, but generally, like people liked me. So I, I maybe about two, two and a half years ago, I um, went and got drinks with a friend from high school that um, I had gone actually gone to school with since like middle school, but we got really close our like senior year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in like, as far as I was concerned, I had closed the book on like who I was in high school, you know, right. like this is who I was and this is kind of how I communicate who I was when I talk to people. And somehow it came up, um, I was, I don't know, maybe I asked him what I was like or something. And he was like, oh, you were like, definitely like just funny. You were like a funny guy. Yeah. And I was like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> like, that was not me and um he was like no, no no that was definitely like your kind of vibe like you were just like goofy and funny and and um goofed off all the time i was like no no, no. i was like artistic and and creative and talented <laughs> he's like well i mean yeah maybe but like mostly oh wait molly's here hi molly i'm gonna say hello you hi. just you just you just say you just speak into it can you say hi hi Hi. Oh, you can't hear it through that. That's oh, he said hello. He did. He did. <laughs> All right. I'll see you later. Anyway, 
to have to have like my kind of high school persona redefined and like open back up for discussion was that's um, funny it's very strange that's so funny how we perceive ourselves man because <clears throat> i would i would say something similar about yourself but yeah as far as like um i was definitely an outsider but i i think i was so such a loner that like I think because I came from being homeschooled that like I felt as if I couldn't really assimilate into anybody's like group, you know? Yeah. yeah. It took me really until like, it took me three years to like even step foot into like a, a party or like into a friend of mine's like house, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it what, was like, you didn't go over to people's houses. No. I mean, I had like, I had like uh church friends or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but like school, high school, yeah. high school was so scary. Those kids smoked weed and stuff. Like yeah, it was scary, <laughs> you know. Like they, they like they were like they had girlfriends and they like were like. Did you date anybody in high school? Yeah, um, but like church people, you know. I, I, my the first date I ever took a girl on. This is actually great. This is very full circle. Um, <laughs> was it to a worship night? No, I took her to this little. Um, this little theater in Columbia, downtown Columbia called the Nickelodeon. And, um, we went to go see Casablanca. Wow. And she let me ask asleep. you this. She fell asleep. No. I remember this one. Did you, do you have like a really like significant, like hopeless romantic, like fail in your life? Hmm. Uh, I won't say f- fail. I mean, I have some moments. I don't know if I classify them as failures. Maybe not in the moment. They they maybe didn't seem like a failure in the moment, but looking back, I'm like, oh, they were just being nice. Yeah. I feel like that was yeah. just my, I had a string of those my entire high school career. Do you, have, just, a, do you have a, a, a good story for it? Um, a good example would be like, there's like probably three or four that I could say, but like good example would be like, I was really into this chick and New Year's was coming and I was like, dude, I'll we were all underage and I was like, dude, I'll get my older band friend to like, give me some beer for like okay. me and this chick and our friends. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm gonna set this up so that I kiss her at midnight. It's gonna happen. Perfect. You know, like yeah. I just had it planned out in my head, you yeah. know, it was yeah. a blue moon that year, which was crazy. Like a full blue moon. Yeah. And I bought like a bunch of blue moon beer for everybody. <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, I was like, dude, can I set poetry, this up man. any better? It's poetry. It's great. And we were just like, I don't know. It just like did it happen? culminated to this point where okay, we were sorry, sitting sorry. in our drive driveway looking up in the moon. It was almost 12. Oh my God. And I just like, I, obviously I'm not going to kiss somebody without like telling them how I feel, you know? Like, I love you. So I was like, <laughs> I was like starting to like, like tell her how I felt about her, you know? Yeah. And she just kind of like was like, nah. You know, uh-huh. it just worked up to this like perfect, you know, like you're getting all the way up there yeah, and then it's yeah, just like, yeah. oh, I'm just an idiot. I forgot. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I felt in the moment. Yeah. Um, can, I, really, can I share a good one? Can I share a good one? Yeah. Tell me, tell me. And then I don't want to interrupt you. Is it okay? No, I was just going to say in actuality, she was already dating another one of my friends. Oh, oh, oh. Did you know that? No. Not oh, okay. Because okay. that would have been messed up on your part. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was in eighth grade mm-hmm. and the movie Armageddon had just come out. Perfect. 
And the premise is already beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like the time and place. Yeah. It's great. Um, and I think it was, you know, I, I, I was definitely following my brother pretty closely on like his music trajectory. So at the same time, I was like very preoccupied with like, this is very funny, but like in eighth grade, I was listening to like Jeff Buckley and like Pete Yorn yeah. and, and, um, you know, like, like, you know, Radiohead and stuff like, and I yes. didn't know what I was actually, but I liked it. You know, I really didn't even like it. You knew, come on. I don't, I, I, don't knew, I knew, but, but I'm saying that exactly to say I was also very preoccupied with Aerosmith at the time. Okay. Um, I think because of Armageddon, that big song had come out, don't want to miss yeah. a thing. And this is real. Um, <laughs> I brought my disc man and mm-hmm. I burned a CD with just that song on it. Yeah. And there was this girl, her name was Carly. Mm-hmm. And after school ended, the bell rang and I uh, waited outside in this kind of like gravel parking lot. And we were friends. We were talking, you know, like there was something kind of bubbling. It was happening. And um, I had the headphones ready and I asked her to come over for a second and we talked and I said, I want you to listen to this. And I put <laughs> the headphones over her ears and made her listen to the entire song. And That's then, so us, bro. <laughs> That's so us, bro. And then I Keep asked her on. if she wanted to go out and she said yes. And then about two weeks later, and I was like on top of the world, of course. <laughs> Because, you know, I was feeling it, man. You know, like just yes. a feeling of that song. And it makes sense to life you that another death. human being would also connect to the yes. same. Thing. And think about the stakes of that movie. The world is like yeah. in the balance as it was yeah. in this moment in eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just heavy, man. So heavy. So heavy. But that's we what I felt. So heavy. And then uh, two weeks later, I was in Mrs. Moore's English class. And there was a note being passed and two girls got caught passing a note. And Mrs. Moore said, give me the note. This girl, this one was like a witch, dude. She was terrible. Yeah. Um, she said, give me the note. And she made them read it out loud. And basically it was that Carly didn't like me anymore, but she liked Travis, my friend. And I started crying. (laughs) And ran out of the, the classroom. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. I need to meditate on that for a second. I know. It's such a good visual. It's a lot, Holy isn't it? shit, man. I mean, it would have been one thing if she broke up, broke up with me, but like... Dude, that kind it. of thing affects you forever, though. Like that, like... Especially because yeah. it's so public. Gosh, I know. What can a teacher yeah. would make you read it out loud? Especially a teacher that... Obviously, it's not going to just read it word for word without knowing what it's going to say. She's going to read it, yeah, and then say it out loud. Like, yeah. what a bold move to just out you. God, I hate that. That's anyway, so crazy. That's where dude. the our 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 romanticism, our our drama, yeah, got the best of us. And now it's you know kind of why we do what we do, dude. What that's so interesting. Why I used to do the same. I would make. I would make playlist to communicate how i would feel to somebody dude i have something that i did all the time i'm gonna send you a picture i have spools of of burned cds i would like be late to school most mornings because i was burning a new cd for that drive to school that day why is it that i felt there another perfect example would be like i I don't know if this is whatever you can 
tell me this isn't like a romantic thing, but like I remember the last day of high school, I w- I had a f- uh, a forerunner at the time, so I could like bring people wherever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So after high school, everybody got in my car. We were gonna go hang out at my girlfriend's house, and hot already. Go ahead. And I just remember, I just remember putting. I just felt like it was my responsibility at the time to play the song that we yes. would all remember. Yes. And I put on Radiohead "High and Dry." Wow. And we just started driving, and nobody talked Dude, at all. That's a, bro. You really nailed it. Nobody really talked it. at all. They just looked out the window. All the windows were down. My friend was in the back seat smoking a cig, hand around his girlfriend. It was just like. I felt like I was in control of that moment in everybody's life. You know? Well, yeah, dude, that is that is it. Because I feel the same. I, I had the same impulses, yeah. and it is about creating a moment. My wife tells me about it all the time. Yeah, because it's at, at, like in in one moment, it's very sweet and romantic, or or just yeah. sweet and memorable, whatever. And in another moment, it's like, can you just let it be? Stop right. trying to like create like a moment right now. Right. Just chill. But I mean, bro, that is filmmaking. Yeah. Having complete control, creating like a world, whether it's like through a story, through mood, through whatever, all those things combined. Music, image, blah blah blah. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week on Good. And as always, much love from your hosts, myself, Jared Hogan, and Christian Schultz as well. And a big shout out to Christian Stropko, or as we call him around here, Christian number two, for editing and mixing this episode. And also Eames for a podcast theme song. You can check out him and more at musicbed.com for all your music licensing needs, as well as filmsupply.com for all of your footage licensing needs. We, uh, we love you, all of you, and can't wait to see you next week.